This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Thank you so much for joining us again on the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. This week, we're talking about if Jesus is the Prince of Peace, then why is there still war? And we'll do three days on this. Uh, but before we get launched, we have an ALC Recommends. And ALC, ALC Recommends Spiritual Warfare. That's not a book. That is a an action. It's a mm-hmm. principle uh, that we all do. And the reason I, I recommend um, alerting yourself to spiritual warfare and doing spiritual warfare is that when you are uh, committed to do spiritual warfare, you remind yourself who the real enemy is, that people mm. are not your enemy, mm. that uh, the devil is your enemy. And yeah. principalities, powers, Ephesians 6 calls it principalities, powers, rulers of darkness in the heavenly places these things are where the real enemy is at. Yeah. And so it, it, it keeps your focus right. If you're not doing spiritual warfare, uh, you're probably going to fall into the trap of thinking that people are your enemy yeah. and, and they're not. Okay, so if Jesus is the Prince of Peace, then why is there still war? I decided to launch the discussion from the book of Revelation with um, chapter 12, which is a chapter that came alive to me in college, I still remember where I was at. I was, uh, I, w- I had the job of security, which means I had the job of of uh, the ten to two a.m. shift. You were campus security. Well, no, no the the, uh, the dorm oh, security, the, the, dorm. The, the, the guy okay. that you know. What I'm saying you lock the doors. I thought at, you were at, the student that was cruising around. No, the, no, 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 no. <laughs> but but I was the car. guy that has to stay awake till two a.m. Mm. at the front desk there. And then I think the doors are locked at, at midnight or something, you know. <laughs> and, of course, it slows down from, you know, midnight to two. It's tough to stay awake. But, uh, but I still remember uh, one night in that uh, place doing, do, doing dorm security. And, uh, and this Revelation 12 came alive to me. I was just reading it. And the, the Lord just chose that moment to bring this chapter alive to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to pull from verse 17 where it says, then the dragon became furious with the woman. Now it's all symbolism here, okay? So just start off, the dragon is the devil, and then became furious with the woman. That is the church. That's the the peop- the collective people of God, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, and in Revelation, it's gonna make a transfer. It's gonna go the collective people of God, Israel, than the church. So the mm. woman was Israel. It was symbolic of the collect- that which births God's stuff. Okay. And then New Testament, this is the church, that which births God's stuff. Mm. Okay. His children. Then the dragon became furious with the woman. So the devil became furious with the church and went off to make war on the rest of her offspring, aka people who get saved. Mm. So, so I'm trying to simplify it for mm-hmm. us. The devil became furious with the people of God, so he went off to make war on everybody who gets saved. Mm. That, that's, the, that's the simple American version of this. 
And then he defines it a little bit more on those who keep the commandments of God and hold the testimony of Jesus. And he stood on the sand of the sea. The sea represents large amounts of people. So he stood on the sand of the sea saying, I am waiting to declare war on every person who's going to commit themselves to Jesus as their Mm. Savior and as their Lord. Mm. Okay. And so um, if Jesus is the Prince of Peace, then why is there still war? Well, at the foundation of it is that the devil is in perpetual war with Jesus's people. Mm. Okay. Now, I wanted to ask an answer a couple of questions here. Um, the, the John actually defines it a little bit and says the specific war is on those who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. Why do you think the devil... <laughs> Is declaring more targeted war on those who commit, keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus versus people that maybe receive the forgiveness of their sins but don't go anywhere with it. <laughs> Why is there more a targeted war yeah. against this group of people? Well, uh, he's not pleased with uh, what they're doing. Yeah. He, he wants to cut them at the knees and... Yeah. Make it to where they're not accomplishing as much. And, you know, there's the theological argument that Jesus doesn't need help and he doesn't need us, but he does choose to use us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the enemy wants to take a shot at us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the best way to think about that theological argument is that the, in this case, it's describing God's people as the woman, a partner with the man, Jesus. And so it, it is, we are going to birth the next thing that God is doing, right? The, mm-hmm. the next people that God is drawing to himself. So we're partners with him um, in that process. And so, yeah, so the devil's in perpetual war, but he's in in specific war against those that are holding to the testimony of Jesus and who are keeping his commandments. They're growing. They're mm-hmm. becoming disciples. Um, let's go to the other side. Why do you think that the devil is in, not as, he's in war, but not as focused of a war with people that just receive Jesus as the forgiveness of sins, mm. but kind of go on with their life. Um, it's like, uh, what's a good analogy for this? Um, have you ever seen those people on the trip? You might be married to one of these, because I, I am, <laughs> who uh, they have so much stuff, so much weight, so many things that they have to carry that they're just going to be bogged down mm-hmm. yeah. for the entirety of that trip. Yeah. They're slow in the airport. My family carries so much luggage. <laughs> when we were a family of five, that we would take a, a, uh, a one of those carts at the airport, and we could fill it up clear to the to the top and overflowing. That, that. <laughs> so we do those, like our luggage. Those people, the enemy views a lot of people that way. Yeah, uh-huh. they've got so much baggage. He's like, oh, you're not going very far anyway. They're okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're not really a threat. Yep. Yeah, because they got so much stuff that they're trying to take with them. Yeah, Yeah. Uh uh-huh. So uh, then he's in a particular war with those that are more aggressive towards the kingdom of darkness. So uh, this answers the question, uh, you know, if Jesus is the Prince of Peace, then why is there still war? Because the devil is in spiritual warfare against your every step to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And People, therefore, you know, um, if you look anywhere there's war, there are 
casualties with non-combatants. Mm-hmm. Now that gets the world's ire up, mm-hmm. right? Refugee crises, mm-hmm. um, non-combatants getting targeted, mm-hmm. uh, bu- their buildings blowing up, right? Mm-hmm. The devil has zero conscience about this. Mm-hmm. So there are people that are casualties of the war. Mm-hmm. But make, make no bones about it. If you're a, If you're a person that is growing in Christ, you're a disciple of Jesus, you're going somewhere with your salvation, the devil is at war with you mm-hmm. as a person. Mm-hmm. And there are casualties around because the devil is is wanting to take you out. Mm-hmm. That's why we recommend spiritual warfare because it is a reminder of, oh, um, people are not my enemy, the devil is. Yeah. And so we win. So, But the good news is this, Jesus is the Prince of Peace, yeah. so he gives you peace within while you're fighting the war with the devil. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. On Sundays, you can join us at 8.30 a.m. for our time prayer meeting and our services at 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m.